Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Value of Talent podcast. I'm your host, Harry Trades, and with me as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Fedo1997. How are we doing, my brother? Fedo1997. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we're doing very good. Actually, on a personal note, I'm not doing as great. I'm pretty sick, to be honest, but yeah, it will it will go away and then I'm going to be fit again, so I'm not, no worries about that. It's more the end stadium anyways. So, yeah, if I have a bit of a deeper voice today, uh, bear with me. I am pretty sick. Yeah, unfortunately, Feder caught, uh, Feder caught a potential bug probably over the weekend, maybe. A little yeah, I was bug. a bit stupid. I was yeah. a bit stupid on Friday. On Friday, I was a bit stupid. Everyone's stupid on a Friday, though, Feder. Come on. Everyone's stupid on Fridays. Yeah, and then I didn't have the time to stay at home to curate it because I had bigger plans this weekend. So on Monday, everything hit me, basically. <laughs> you paid, yeah, you paid for it all on Monday after. Um, I paid yeah, for it. Doing Perfect. the most on the weekend, but yeah, episode thirty-eight today, lads. A um, couple things we want to touch upon. We haven't got too too much to go in depth on, but definitely talk about this last weekend. There's been a lot of sort of injury situations with a lot of you know, players in each other's galleries and, and whatever there. Talk about this midweek. Um, NBA is kind of a thing right now. People are buzzing because there's been some big uniques and, you know, there's like a 100k tournament. I'm not a big NBA player. I need this Fedder, but, you know, we're just going to talk about it briefly. Um, then Fedder's going to hopefully tell us about his weekend and how he caught this, um, this bug. sickness bug. And, yeah, we have a little surprise kind of at the end as well. So stay stay around um, to the end of this, uh, the of the episode, sorry, and um, yeah, there might be something in it for you. So, Feder, this weekend, can you let us know what games you went to and got this sickness bug? What, one second. <coughs> okay. Um, so basically, I I went to three Premier games this weekend. I was very very glad to go to them. A friend of mine had tickets, so that was pretty cool and everything. He got the tickets from Sora, but I don't know. He, I. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, so please cut this out. <laughs> so no, you've not, you've not told them who it was or anything. You yeah, know, Feder exactly. just went with his friend, and his friend got the tickets from Soret. Feder didn't, you know. You're exactly. not. You're not the Mister Big Time here. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, brother. You're right. <laughs> and uh, so basically, I we had the opportunity to go to Crystal Palace versus Tottenham Hotspurs on the Friday. On the Friday night. Yep. Yeah, and that was when I caught the bug, probably most certainly, because I was actually at just in the city. I just had a basically, I just had a jumper on, nothing else. And then it, on, it was already a end of October, starting of November night in London. So it started to rain, but I had no time to get home, change, get the jacket for the stadium. So at least I was still in the in the in the, in the city. And I got the tickets basically at seven at six thirty, and at eight the, the game would have started. So at six thirty, I had to make my way to Selhurst Park, which is complete on the end, other end of uh, South London. Basically, mm -hmm. it's in East Croydon, and um, so I had no chance going home back. So I was there, with basically a t-shirt and a jumper, and nothing all for five hours, standing in a stadium with all the wind and rain. And yeah, that's probably where I got sick. But uh, the the game was fun, actually quite okay to be honest. I think the game itself was not that great. I think we were stand, we were sitting pretty close to the Tottenham Spurs, uh, Tottenham Hotspurs fans, and they were mad. They were going mad because they were top of the league and they were singing that the whole time. <laughs> and Ange Postecoglou and like amazing how mad they were. Like one of the best uh, outside fans I've ever seen, away fans I've ever witnessed, basically. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and just the feeling of the stadium was amazing because it was like, I don't know if you have ever been to such a stadium, but it was like a very old school stadium built with brick still, everything still with brick, with mm -hmm. the shining lights, like you played in your, in, your, in, your, in your courts before as a kid, basically. And small stadium, 24,000 people only. So small stadium, but it was so packed and so old school that it felt so special. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I really enjoyed it. So that was the first game I went to on Sun Friday. That's why this weekend I haven't seen any football except those three games, basically. Uh, on Saturday, I had the chance to go to Chelsea versus Brentford at home in Stamford Bridge. 
I let I basically because this friend of us just said, okay, choose between Chelsea and Emirates. Okay, so it was Arsenal versus Sheffield or mm-hmm. Chelsea versus Brentford. They were on opposite times, so we couldn't have gone to both, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I said, yeah, let's go to Chelsea because I actually want to see Enzo because that's what <laughs> I want to see. Literally yeah. what happened, Enzo got a baby, he didn't play. So <laughs> worst freaking game I've ever seen. Uh, like that was so boring of a game. Stadium was so boring. Like nothing against Chelsea. I'm actually a Chelsea kind of fan uh, in, in England. Uh, but that was so boring. One of the worst atmospheres and no party at all. And they, they lost 2-0. Yeah. They lost 2-0 at home against Bradford. So nothing special to tell there. I think the other game, Arsenal, they won 4-0. So probably <laughs> better game to have been gone. Yeah. But uh, you always learn from your mistakes. And maybe we will have the future to see Enzo Life playing. So I'm not uh, I'm not giving up on that, Reem. And um, yeah, then on Sunday was the big day. And uh, I that was also something very crazy. At nine o'clock, we went to... Sorry. <coughs> we went to, to uh, Houston Station in London to go to Piccadilly, Manchester. So at nine o'clock, so that we would be at 1.30 in Piccadilly, Manchester. And then at 3.30, there was a very special game in Manchester that's called the Manchester Derby in the Stadiums of Dreams. So I've been to Old Trafford now. It's been amazing. That has been... Old Trafford... I have, I've been to a load of uh, um, home games now in the Premier League from like half of the teams. And I really have to say the... The Arsenal team, uh, the Arsenal uh, fans, Spurs fans, and United fans are by far the best fans in the in the in the league, in the whole league. Like just by atmosphere, singing and everything. Like you really felt the uh, you really felt the the air, the tension of a derby, derby because the moment I went there, there was so much police you couldn't you couldn't imagine. Like twenty police horses, never saw that running over people because they were not going away. Um, uh, hooligans fighting with police. Two, three guys getting getting detained because they were too drunk and fought with the police. And yeah, I was pretty sick. Um, game was quite boring because Man City just dominated that Man United. Nothing else to say. They are they they seemed like a ten times better team. But I have to give kudos. Like the atmosphere was amazing, especially because it was the the weekend where Sir Bobby Charlton died, so everything got uh, a tribute to him, and him being obviously a Manchester United legend, that was pretty special, and I'm very glad I could have witnessed that. Um, yeah, so but I have to give a kudos to Manchester United fans being three zero down, still rocking the stadium, like the, the ultras and the real fans. I also saw fans leaving at 60th minute at Old Trafford, so that was a bit pity, but I really kudos to the to the to the. To the real fans yeah. and they they had a huge atmosphere and they still sang and partied after the 3-0 defeat outside in the rain and yeah so i really really respect them for that but that was a good game crazy game second half i couldn't see nothing because <laughs> the second half was basically on the other side of the pitch and city basically just played on one side of the pitch so first half was amazing because you saw all the action but second half uh, the two goals were because the first goal was a handball which I have never seen, but uh, the other two goals were on the other side of the pitch where I haven't been. So yeah, that's that was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, then we went got, we went back and yeah, somewhere along the line I've got pretty sick because <laughs> every day it rained pretty much, and yeah, but I think it was on Friday because I just had the jumper. That's my suspicion, and I didn't have the time to cure. I just stressed out my body more and more for going to those two games. So now on Monday, it hit me completely, basically. But was it all worth it? I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't have gone to the Chelsea game if I would have knew. <laughs> no Enzo. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was worth it going to Manchester United. I've done that. I've done Old Trafford, and I've done it in a pretty special game. So happy for that. Bucket list achieved. Yeah. Uh, it's literally the theater of dreams. Amazing stadium, really built, nicely built. It's very big, so it's not going to be crowded like, for example, Selhurst Park and at Crystal. Like, mm-hmm. even if there was like a fifth, a fourth of the people in there, like you couldn't have gone to the toilets because it was so damn crowded and so narrow. And wow. uh, and like in the other, and like in the other two stadiums, Stanford, I don't want to talk about too much. But uh, in Old Trafford, you could have just gone, and there were like five different toilets and. 
and no no line no cues at all so yeah that that was pretty well built and yeah really loved it apparently Rashford partied after this 3-0 defeat just kind of bonkers but yeah I mean you've got to let loose even if, even if you just even if you just lost but okay now you sound like you had a, a wicked weekend to be fair I wish mine was that exciting but unfortunately it wasn't but that's fine yeah um, but I, I slept a total of 10 hours in three days basically <laughs> so yeah so you are paying for it right now there is definitely yeah you, you have to pay for all the fun that you had all over the weekend um yeah it took a toll it took a but toll. yeah how did you how did you get on this well well well, we'll talk about both of our sort of lineups and, and whatever, but did you do much this weekend as far as lineups go? I'm going to get it on screen now. Actually, I, know you I haven't had... been... Go on. I, I got a podium somehow. I don't did know you? where. Yeah, I did got a podium because of Saint-Étienne boys, basically. Playing uh, okay. second division Rare Plus. I could have yeah. won that easily if Kyle Walker-Peters wouldn't just... I don't even need it. I have, wouldn't have even needed to... Uh, Bazunu to keep the clean sheet, but if Kyle Walker Peters wouldn't have had the error let to go, I would have won that easily, like by miles. You finished fifth, no? No, I finished third. Sora oh, data's wrong. Sora data's wrong. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I finished third. Who did you win? I won this uh, uh, goalkeeper from Spain. Not too okay. bad, to be honest. Okay. Did you uh, get a so tier the... four as well from Cap 240? Yeah, I got a tier four from Cap to 40 as well. Diego Carlos Super, so not the worst one to hold, probably because he's actually a decent player. Uh, he, I know he's not playing too much at Aston, so maybe I should ask uh, Sam what's going on there. But I think he just is not in the hierarchy for playing at Aston, but he's certainly going to get a move soon and because he's the type of player who wants to play. And uh, he's still 30 years old, young. So even if he wants to go to Brazil, that's going to be perfect. And Certainly one to keep on, especially like Super S at the moment. I wouldn't sell anybody if I really don't need it, just because of the climate, the soil, and everything. Mm-hmm. I see you've bought some uh, some River Super S. Yeah, I bought some River Super S, and I need some other River Super S. But now I got the biggest issue at the moment because I lost. So let's talk about the weekend. You're right. So basically, we jinxed everything this weekend, in my opinion. <laughs> In well, you still did part. pretty well, though, didn't you? You still did pretty yeah, well. Yeah, but in the two things I actually prioritized, so jinxed it completely. That's what I said, we jinxed it. I have my, my, my gallery is quite deep and quite strong in each lineup I kind of built. Uh, but like Cap 270, my biggest priority lineup, because, you know, we, we became third the last time, so we wanted to prioritize that pretty much. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday, basically, I got the news, okay, Gautier Larsonnet is out. Injured his shoulder, so he's out for three months probably for Saint-Étienne. Very, very bad because he's my super rare goalie. That's a big, big hit. Like, that that, that hurt. That hurt still, like, a lot because I needed him for my stack. That's the stack, basically, I've built in the whole summer. And now he's gone. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, now you could have said I should have bought uh, the, the, the keep, the, the replacement and everything. And, yeah, we're talking about super rare. It's not that cheap and everything. Yeah. So... It it's, it's really sucks, especially him, because he was so good. But I have a, a common friend of ours. Uh, his name is Pat. Pat Boker. Yeah, um, don't shoot. Uh, he always jinxes my player. So please, Pat, don't send me any offers anymore. I'm not going to sell you anything. Just don't even ask. Because every time you <laughs> want a player from me, he's fucked up. So, <laughs> so okay. So big injury to Senatien goalie. Exactly. And then, and then you remember I had the wish, but Pat, you're still a good guy, and I still help you a lot if you want my help. Um, but so basically, then the other one we prioritize is we talked about the Survivor show. You remember in the uh, past? Yeah, two forty. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because I was really keen on going on on that, but then I fell in the Neuer trap because I played Neuer with a cap of zero, and then I played some good, good players in there, like really good players. I look at the team I had. I know, yeah, uh, really good. I have. Noya, Alfonso Davis, Bruno Goemares, Pires, and Jesus Ferreira. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought like, yeah, okay, let's get the threshold. But I couldn't. I haven't gotten the threshold. I fell out before making the top ten. So that's very for my ego. That was a big, big, big fail in a way. <laughs> so I didn't like that uh, at all. And other than that, like there were some very strange things. Like 
Jill got out, Quinones is, uh, Jill is, got injured, Nevsi Stitch is somehow on the bench or not, nobody knows. Julian Quinones got injured, uh, Pedro Neto got injured, like all my players got injured this week. What the hell of a, of a, of a game week, like for real. The worst, one of the worst I've had this year by far. Especially maybe the worst because I lost my boy Gauthier. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, that is that's tough to take because, like you said, it's not easy to get replacement goalkeepers in Super Rare. So, you know, if if your goalie yeah. gets if your goalie gets injured, you know, and you don't have the second one, then you know, there's trouble, isn't there, basically, which is you yeah, know, the, not nice. And the, the the biggest problem is I don't know if I should buy a Tian Green now because if he's come back at the uh, at the beginning of January and buying a Tian Green now for zero six, basically, that's his price. Yeah. If he's done come back, then I just wasted zero six of Eve. You know what I mean? And because kind he's not gonna play club. then. No, but yeah, he's but under zero six. He might he might find a, another club at some point. Yeah, but still zero six is like a big load of money. It is, it is, it is. On yeah. you know, it's a, it's a one thousand it's one thousand euros basically. And uh that's a MacBook, <laughs> you know? And uh and uh yeah, that that's pretty tough. So I don't know if I should because I'm not a scout because now just officially Homing Song is out of the race. I'm not going to buy Homing Song anytime soon now because I need just another super goalie because I can't just go with Ledesma super. Thankfully, I won, thankfully I won Ledesma super, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't just go on with him. So I need mm-hmm. another super goalie. So I'm not actually quite sure who to buy at the moment. I should buy Etienne Green. I want to buy a Frank Armani, but he's more for next year. But uh, yeah, I, I really don't know what to do, and uh, I'm really on the lookout for for a super goalie. I also wrote some friends, some 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 guys that knew sort of if they would be able to sell one of two, one or two of their super goalies. Some of them are thinking about it. Nobody really wants to sell the super goalies, and uh, because they're so crucial, because without those goalies, you can have forty super. Um, Outfield players, if you don't have the goalie, you can't play competitively. You can maybe try to go for the threshold, but even a threshold is very, very hard with four players. Like, you have to be very lucky to get the threshold for four players. And, uh, and the worst thing is, I can't, I don't even have a super goalie with a cap of zero. So I can't even play threshold with a cap zero goalie, but I have to play with another goalie, maybe. 30 cap, but you can't actually build your best lineup. So you basically have to score 280 caps, 280 points with a 210 cap. So it's basically impossible. So I need an, a new a new goalie, definitely. And I'm not too sure. I like some. I like Trapp. I like Radecki. I like some second division goalies. I like um, Provedel, Ivan Provedel from Lazio. I like a lot. I like... Um, yeah, maybe I need Titan Green, but I just I just don't know, and I just don't know if I want that to be honest. No, I get it. I get it. Um, well, this weekend a certain Rodrigo Guth was yeah. successful for both of us, wasn't he? I think you had him in a in a winning lineup in your Cap Two Forty Super. Yeah, I had him in my Cap Two Twenty Super, which won me a Tier Five. Um, I've won back-to-back tier five superers actually, like weekend weekend. So you know who? Sorry, cool. one thing before our boy is on a streak, and I'm not gonna say his name because maybe I'm gonna jinx him. Jinx him? Yeah, don't jinx. But him. he's on a he's he's on a streak. He is our boy. People will know who we're talking about. I mean, I'll put yeah. it on the screen. I won't say his name because otherwise he'll be cursed. But exactly. Ah, oh, that's interesting, actually. It shows his game as um, on Sura Data as, like, no game because, obviously, it got postponed, didn't it? Did you see what happened with Bastos? No. He, he went down at the end of the game with, a um, like, a heart problem. He's actually, like, stopping football for a little bit. But, um, oh, okay. yeah. But look at this, Feder. I was very annoyed. Cap 2... Sorry, Cap. Under 23 Super Air. I scored 379 points. Thistalinga did not start for Toulouse after scoring Oof. at Anfield. Oof. He missed a big chance as well. Um, the rest of the boys all came in clutch. My boy Zaydu Youssef with a 34.5 all-round score. He's back. Oof. Can I just let you know? Um, he's good. He's good. He's now good you player. just have to line them all. You I know. have to but line them all. The, the, the super rare that I didn't expect, you can't really actually see his score, but... Sonjay Hansen, my latest 
player. Um, that, that's crazy. The game's actually disappeared. The any any say played um, AZ on the weekend, and it's not on Sora Data anymore. That's really interesting. He had yeah, like a but fifth... Sora, Sora Data on. has some issues with that. As even as you said, like I became third, and they show me as fifth. Yeah, know? fair enough. Let me see if I can get it in my gallery instead. Uh, but yeah, it was it was weird. So he scored like fifteen AA, and I, uh, you know, it's home to A. Oh, was it a home? No, it might be a way to AZ Alkma, and I did not expect that at all. You know. Um, but AZ Alkma has a lot of games, so they're gonna get tired. They have so many games that's yeah, unbelievable. They're enough. gonna play on Thursday again. Now Europa League and uh, who did actually play Cup this weekend, this midweek? Just the German? No, did, Dutch, or... Dutch play as well. Dutch played the Cup as well. Yeah, they played yesterday and there's some today. Yeah, hundred percent. Holy moly! Yeah, did um, Italy play the Cup? This is our boy, by the way, on the screen right now. Just to let you know. Um, I'm not saying his name, otherwise we will curse him. But yeah, I had a decent weekend. You know, I didn't manage to get any of the threshold, which was frustrating. Um, I think Lezchuk conceded in the 95th minute, Feder, to um, yeah to screw me over there. Yeah, that was that was fun. Um, Timber had a bit of a quiet game, although it was against Twente, so kind of you know didn't expect him didn't to they, pop off. Did, did they, they lose lost. or did they do? Yeah, yeah they lost two one. Um, Oh, our boy Ferreira let us... I know he let you down, but look at this. How many Alvaro, big chance missed? Um, two. <laughs> Jesus had too many... Had yeah. two big chance missed. Yep. Jesus, brother! I needed <laughs> one goal and then I would have done the cap. I, I, I literally... I literally haven't watched anything. haven't watched any scores at all. So, man, Jesus, my man. I I, you love... I love you. Why did you do that to me? <laughs> I know, bro. It's like, it's crazy. Holy shit. He's been he's actually been really bad recently. I can't lie. Like his scores, he scored like well, not really bad, but what's that? One assist, two assists. Like I know he's no, getting he's assists. Good. No, no he's okay. Good. He's been so very good, but bro, he scored two goals in like twenty games. <laughs> because he's not playing as a striker anymore. Basically, he is. Look he's... at the thing, striker, 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 striker. Yeah, striker. but he's not. I'm watching Dallas games. He's more I know, on a white wingish. Cam player now. Did That's you see got... Velasco ACL? Yeah, Velasco ACL. Um, Delicht MCL. What else is happening to my gallery? Like for real? It does feel like a lot of injuries are starting to happen. I don't know if it's close to Christmas. People want to break for you know don't want to play football anymore. And no, want to nobody just wants to. Nobody wants to, to do their ACL on purpose. You know? No, I, mean? I know, like, I know. Of course not ACL, like, but you know, I'm not alluding to that being on purpose. But you know, just in general, it does feel like, um, yeah, just loads of people are getting injured, but, especially goalkeepers. Like a lot of goalkeepers are going down injured. It's really strange, honestly. Uh, but Thiago, Thiago is coming back. Who's that, Thiago? Jallo is coming back. Ah, yeah, but he's going to Milan, no? Inter. No, but but he's done. He's finished. He's gonna finish the uh, the season with Lille, thousand percent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish the season with Lille. Fair enough. Also, he's stop gonna play clicking. For sure. Stop clicking the pen as well. Sorry. No, nah, I'm nervous. You can pick it up on. <laughs> you can pick it up on the uh, the mic. Man, Jesus. Now that I you know, told me I he know. missed ten big, so that makes minus ten, brother. He would have done the threshold anyways. Then it was, <laughs> I actually needed like seven points or something. Like that. Fuck it. He's an idiot, man. He cost us big time. Nobody um, won me enough, so I, I can I Yeah, can he has forgive done. Him. He's done well for us. Okay, that's enough about the weekend then, Feder. What about NBA? Do you care about NBA, Feder? Of course I care about NBA because it is kind of still a part of Sora. Uh-huh. And they have to do do good they have to do good there. And uh, to not lose more money even there in our case. And I'm happy that this Vembayana card got sold for the highest price ever, even higher than the physical cards. I'm very glad for that. Um, of course, it has a utility and different to the physical cards. And I heard some good things like that probably now that the bigger guys told me that uh, now that they uh, have gotten the okay basically from the French government, probably not in the near future, but we probably will see big cash tournaments, even in football. And I think that's going to be a future for them. That's what we're going to talk about later as well, because Nicholas kind of diluted to that as well. So yep. um, we're going to see that in football. thousand percent just of French legislation that went through and everything. And I got some 
good good information which i trust on that and uh, basically they did that already now on 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 uh in in the nba where they have this 100k tournament which now sounds a lot because at the end of the day they give k away each weekend on on sorry uh, on football but 100k in season tournament that sounds like a good deal which you can basically just win money over six games apparently that's what i'm got told from a friend of mine who plays nba sora and i think like in the red division the first place gets six thousand euros which is not wow. bad yeah, like yeah. in the first 10 get all over 1000 euros and that's pretty good because especially like the records in 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 nba cost like 50 to 200 quid and then you have the three mvps that cost okay basically you know and mm-hmm. uh so you can build a big decent ROI on that, and that sounds like a lot of fun. People are liking that, but I think they messed up a lot of things in the NBA because I, I read so many bad sentiment on the NBA on Twitter. It's unbelievable. I think Torek left it. Some other people left it as well, and uh, yeah. So they're planning to do more there, and I'm very glad for them that they could sell Vembayana for 110k, but. So it still has some deeply rooted problems, and I understand. And I think they understood that, and they're and they're trying to fix them hundred thousand percent. And I'm more and more sure about this with also with conversations I had this weekend. Uh, and but they still like maybe they live a bit in in paradise because then somebody buy, uh, buys buys Vembayane for hundred ten k, which is kind of a moonshot for the general sentiment at the moment it's still good it's still good i i, I can't complain and uh I, i'm pretty happy to hear about that how yeah, did you see news. that yeah it was good news i've i've just seen nicholas tweet one minute ago just you know sort of alluding to history made uh the unique went for record bacon 110 thousand dollars digital leapfrogs physical as the most valuable one by emma uh, collection to date, ownership, fantasy, play, and AR tech. The future of sports memorabilia is here. Um, yeah, I mean, like like you said, we don't really play it, but it's it can only be a good thing if if you know digital digital cards, sorry, um, are selling for more than these physical cards because uh, you know as much as I I think physical cards have a value in set, like you know they obviously have a, a tangible value. You can you can touch them; they're, they're real. You know, digital sure. have a have a lot of utility, and you know, but obviously you can't really touch them. So, you know, they, they both have pros and cons, but it's, it is it's a good thing that you know Sorev managed to, yeah, do well with with the NBA stuff. I think that hundred K tournament or however it's sort of marketed seems like it's going to be a good thing for them, and hopefully we can get more of that type of thing um, over on the the Sorev side. Not to say that we don't have Ethan Cash now, of course we do, but just dif- different ways of distributing, um, you know, prizes and prize pools and whatever, but. Yeah, mate. I, I mean, yeah, it's not making me want to play NBA. I just can't, you know, I don't have the bandwidth to, you know, if you're all in on football, it's hard to be all in on basketball as well, for me anyway, um, as far as just wanting to know more, um, you know, constantly. So, yeah, no interesting stuff on, on the NBA side. Um, but, yeah, what, do you want to go into this stuff about the, the regulations and what you've heard or No. Basically, that they are not gambling, and okay. then they can basically do whatever they want. And I think I don't think like the sponsored tournaments are kind of are not gonna come anytime soon. But I think they're planning with them, and they everybody like restarted this, uh, and everybody then picked up on that, picked up on that. And so I think they know what they are, and they probably have it back on their mind that one day they can basically do that. But I pro- I think we're gonna see longer t- longer term formats basically giving out just cash like we're seeing at the moment and uh, as nicolas diluted or torque diluted that he doesn't want to have any auctions anymore or card rewards anymore but basically that's going to be the future of soraya you're going to have your cards you're going to can you can you can win so coins or cash or eve or whatever and then okay. you can buy you can buy cards or packs as you called them on the on the soraya so5 market and then build up your team. So it's, it's going to be a more liquid state and everything. Uh, I think what I heard is like people are panicking that Sora is going to go bankrupt, blah, blah, blah. Apparently they had 700 million of investing. Uh, and the first two years they were pretty profitable themselves. So it's probably going to be a bit more than that. So 
And what I heard from from good sources is basically that have a decent runway. So we nobody needs to panic in this way. And even if they don't make money for some years, they will still survive. And even then, an uh, investor could still come in and save them in a way. So um, that's something I can share. I, I can't say exactly how much and everything, but I can share that there's some kind of insurance there and people are just panicking way too much. Obviously, it's an emotional state and uh, people are, and there's also very intelligent people starting the panic to then sell lower and then uh, to, to buy then some cards lower. And yeah, it's just the state of the market at the moment. We are just in a very emotional um, environment. Sora is just super emotional. And and you know that as well. And one day you love it, one day you want to sell up, one day you love it, you want to sell up. But um, 100%. there's some positive signs recently. I think Abot Labor came back, bought some players recently. Yeah. Uh, Zima Blue bought some players recently. Then there's also this, I think this cash thing is also pretty good. So I think, of course, we users are pretty bad in a way. Like, we have a very bad sentiment. But if you look at the end of the year, and probably Soraya showed the investors what they have done this year. Probably for them, it actually looks good because they implemented cash wallet, they implemented season long things. They had uh, uh, new investments in a way, blah, blah, blah. So I think the user is still the most important thing and they need to hear, to listen to them. And I think, I hope they are doing that. And uh, yeah, I think if you would like, we're in the middles of a bear market, like completely bear market. I'm, I'm still, and I also believe we're gonna get, we're gonna go a little more down uh, than that. That's why, I'm, me personally, that's my hedging against this bear market. Is I'm not buying any rare cards. I'm just buying super rare cards or, or unique cards if I can afford them. Um, and just gonna wait this out and see what where it takes us. Basically, um, can I just say though? Bro, yeah. when I'm like, like I'm not buying a ton of cards all the time. I'm not selling a ton of cards, but yeah, you but... know, I'll have I'll have a little look on the market now and again. But like, I can't lie, man. Some of these some of these rare cards are going for dirt cheap. It just doesn't make sense. Like with the thresholds at the the amount that it is fifty dollars, I just don't understand how some of these outfield cards are this cheap. Like, I just it it it, it, it seems too good to be true. If that makes sense, like if you're a That's new actually... user, you know what I'm saying, like. Yeah. I was speaking. To, I have a good friend who who plays um, plays limited, and he's thinking about moving up to res. And you know, he's an in real life friend. He's been playing for a couple months, would... whatever. And like, he was like, even he's cottoning on to it. And he's like, hang on a minute. Some of these outfield players are like twenty pounds each. Like, this oh, seems. 100%. Yeah, I know goalkeepers are still quite expensive. You know, a couple of hundred pounds if you want a decent, you know, European one, but. I don't know, man. It feels it feels not too easy, but it does feel cheap, you know. But that's not a bad sign, to be honest. It should be a good sign to be people for coming in and uh, doing a good ROI. So you can do a pretty good ROI if you want to do it right now, just for people with holding and everything, and that they are frustrated. Uh, and it's it sort of comes in waves and everything. There's people who are going to perform one week, one season, and then are not going to perform the other season. Of course, the price is going to drop. Like people don't understand, that's a big issue. People believe, okay, if I buy him for five hundred euros, I'm gonna sell him for five hundred euros. You can sell him for two thousand euros if you're lucky, but it's also pretty possible that you can sell him for twenty euros. You have to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I just, I don't know. Some cars are just going for stupidly cheap. Yeah, like... but a thousand percent. But that's why I'm sad. I think, super. Also, with some people I've talked. Super and unique is where they want to be and want to want to go because it's just so freaking rare. It, it is even if just two hundred people play it, like it's it's the, the pretty the really really good cards are still gonna be valuable in a way. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be for fun. Like limited is basically just for fun and looking at what I think limited will never be going up to the prices again. Like uh, at least to where we, they were, basically maybe they're gonna double one day or whatever. Thousand percent, I think that's possible. Even triple because it's just, of course, if you get five million users, then they're gonna skyrocket. That's that's logical. But I think it's gonna be step for step, step by step. So let's see. I think everybody should move up to rare. That they that that who loves the game should lo- move up to rare because that's get starting to get more competitive. And then when you start playing D3, D2, and D1, that's where I think Soraya 
is all about it at, at the moment. Mm -hmm. Because there's also, you just have to understand there's so many combinations now you can play in limited and, <coughs> and in rare as well already that it is going to be so hard to win because just of the combinations that people can use. But there isn't the, this this multiplier. It's like playing poker. <coughs> the multiplier is not gonna, is not there yet or, or for a long time in Super and Unique. <coughs> Sorry, lads. Fed is, Fed is dying on us. Um, yeah, we hope he's okay. Sal Hurst is, is taking a taking it out of him, I think. Um but yeah, no, it does feel it does feel like a I know it always it's easy to say that, you know, but it does feel like a good time to be playing rare level, um, or getting into rare level, I think, because the price price points specifically for outfield players does seem does seem very um very achievable. So yeah, no, it's an interesting time. Um isn't it? Interesting yeah. times. But the thing is would you go now? Giving up fifty percent of your value, basically. I think that's what gallery buyers give you a day. At the moment, they give you like sixty percent of your of your sorry data worth. Would you do that? Nah. Then I just stay and uh, and uh, and see where it goes, basically. And I I still have faith. And then and they still look like if you look at them speaking, Nick, uh, Zurav, uh, Paul, Dan, they seem still positive, quite positive. Very I know, but they're not. Stuff. They're not. They're not going to be negative, though, are they? Let's be honest. Fed but up, like, of course, they're going to be negative in a way. If, really? if nothing is going, yeah, they seem pretty. Like, not positive. They seem pretty relaxed. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah. Well, and you know, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have some things at their sleeve. But unfortunately, Fed, we need to see actions. You know, like. Oh no, yeah, exactly. If I can yeah. say one thing, if I can say one thing about Sora, <laughs> sorry, uh, Sellers Park is coming again. <laughs> Selhurst, Selhurst Fedder, we'll call him now, lads. <laughs> Selhurst Fedder. It's because I, I was talking so long. That's why my vocal cords are a bit... Uh, they're not used to that at the moment. So uh, <laughs> bear, bear in mind with me. So um, so now it comes my honest critique. And uh, everybody that knows me so knows that I'm super realistic about Soria and know what there's a lot of shit that needs to get better thousand percent and mm -hmm. the first thing i hate about them is the communication i always said that and the, the biggest thing about that is because they're all hypers coming soon coming soon coming soon coming soon but it's not coming soon and that's yeah, yeah. my biggest issue i have with them they just don't say coming soon just launch it one day and then people are going to be super excited about it but if you say coming soon coming soon and then two years later, it, it comes. Even if the freaking feature is amazing, people will be disappointed because they thought it's going to become two, two years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, and, it's just managing expectations, isn't it? You know, not over-promising exactly. things all the time. Because Exactly. I understand they, they, that you have, have to a, hype, yeah. hype a bit, but not just hype. Just be a bit realistic as well sometimes. I understand mm -hmm. also that they are a cryptocurrency it used to be a crypto uh, firm, so they normally said something and then you could have expect half a year later that they did that. Basically, that's basic crypto terms. But now that they moved away from that, uh, which they did, 1000% and everybody who argues against that should text me. And <laughs> uh, you still can win Eve, but I don't think it's, it's still a crypto company in a way. And uh, yeah, this I really don't like. And I I think they have to stop that or communicate better. That's all. Just communicate better. Then people don't get hyped as much, don't get frustrated as much. And it's unbelievable. Well, a positive example that the thing where you remember the limiteds, there was the Rotary, the, the Bruyne and the Rumdiersch got to a bot for like 20 quid, uh, to, for 20 cents, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. After that, they, they posted a, a, a giveaway with exact those three cards the, the day after. That was good because that was immediate reaction and going to the problem. All the things with the Halloween, Halloween costume. That's good with the mismatches and everything. Yeah, yeah. But we just need more of that and uh, less of coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. I, I can't hear the coming soon anymore. That's it. Mm -hmm. No, I get that. Uh, I think... Yeah, that, but that's I've... been an unfortunate trend, hasn't it? We've we've waited for things for so long over over <coughs> over the last couple of years. Um, 
So yeah, no. Hopefully they can yeah sort of turn a corner on on and on the and way I just doing things. we could talk two hours about what's not going right, and everybody knows what's not going right in Genoa. But I just I don't, first of all, I don't feel it's the is the it's the it's the pressure to talk about this because we did multiple times talk about all of this. Everybody who knows us too knows what we think about it. There still are those problems, and I hope for God they're working on it. That's basically what I can say about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you, mate. I completely agree with you. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what what the future holds. Obviously, we've got rivals hopefully coming soon, potentially, maybe. Yeah, it's it's not a bad mode. I I, I showed you, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. You, we yeah, can't so talk about it too much, but it, it it doesn't seem bad, right? It doesn't seem yeah, bad. Yeah, so Think just just for let me just you know tell everyone that Fed is in the the beta for the rivals. Um, as maybe some of you, you know, listening. So I'm not personally, but Feta did show me some of the bits on there. It looks cool. Um, it's just in obviously in beta right now, and they're figuring everything out. But yeah, it, it seems cool. Feta seems to enjoy it. People I've spoken to elsewhere as well, um, uh, you know, seem to like the the mode as well. So I'm hoping that that can be a catalyst for you know just onboarding new users and making it a smoother transition into into you know the the full game eventually. Yeah, it's very cool. It's just it's just game based, which is super cool. So even if you don't care about anybody else, just just your Arsenal games, you can just play with your Arsenal mates, play the Arsenal games. There's still some flaws. I also told uh, a guy who's telling them basically what I think would have been done better, but I can't disclose that, and it's also fair that I can't do that. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't hate it. I'm personally not super inclined about it because you can't really win something. It's more like about the bragging rights and the fun and everything. So I do play it, but there's some specifications of the game which make it a bit harder to play against some of my friends. So I'm not playing against those friends. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. 100%. I hope it. I hope it all sort of works out for them and, and yeah, they can get that launched. And I mean, we still need marketing though, Feta, don't we? It still feels 100%. like... We... But I think, the, and I'm sure that they're just waiting for the perfect app to be. When the app is perfect, when sentiment is a bit better as well. Maybe after the international break as well, because then we have a longer period of no interruptions and everything. Not that this is, should be the case, but um, they just need a functioning app because they can't do marketing and then Rivals is not out or not no, functioning fair correctly. Fair enough, you know yeah. what? Not functioning correctly. I think like... There's a lot of stuff still to be done. It's still a startup in a way. Um, as I said in our Discord group, I think we're on chapter three or four of a 12th chapter. <laughs> Sell those back. <laughs> Feder is finished, by the way. <laughs> RIP Feder, lads. He's done. He's yeah, done. done. <laughs> done. Um, so sometimes it just comes up. Sorry. Uh, um, so, yeah. Um, chapter four of a 12 chapter book and I think we have a long way to go still and uh, it's the problem is when we are there next season starting and still all the shit then I'm, I'm very worried yeah yeah 100% um, so, but I, yeah more but then is it too late not too late but like you know they should have done it for this you know, I know it's easy to say but it would have been nice to have it for this Premier League season you know but bro, you have to understand one thing. I don't know if it's also pretty good to onboard all these people at the moment because we're in the middle of a freaking bear market for everything in the whole Fair world. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you might want to onboard all these masses of people when there's a more positive sentiment overall. Brother, we're basically on the bridge of World War Three on four fronts in the world, basically. Now just North Korea and South Korea is apparently also a thing now. And then just wait until China comes and attacks Taiwan. So I don't know. Like uh, we have a big spending crisis. I think users, uh, people didn't spend as less in the last forty years. Basically, it, like if you even if you bring them now, it's so much harder to make them spend than like two years ago. So maybe just wait, see what what can be made with this thing, and then. In two years, in one and a half years, in one year, when the when the environment is looking better, going on. That's why me personally, I'm just playing. I'm gonna keep my rares because I love them and I love playing D3 and everything, and also D4. But I'm not gonna buy any new rares. I'm just buying 
Super S, me personally. No, I get that. I 100% get that. No, um, but uh, now back to the most important question. Who should I buy as a Super S goalie? Like, I don't know. And I need one because if not, like uh, half of my gallery is sitting there having fun and not doing anything. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, there's definitely um, yeah big reason for you to get another. So you think I should buy a Tian Green? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it makes sense for for correlation purposes, doesn't it? Um, it does make sense for correlation purposes, yes. But like you said, how much of his value sort of goes down if he then isn't the number one, you know, in in January or whatever. Um, yeah, and I don't want him to be the number one because I like uh, Gautier more. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a tricky one. The only thing that speaks for him is that he's quite young, as you said. So he could have gotten a move or something like that at the end of the season or yeah, for whatever. Sure. So that's not too bad, not too shabby. But still, I think like 0.6 EVE is a lot of EVE to be parked in this guy. But maybe I have to do it. Maybe I have to do it because it's the most important, most intelligent for the gallery, basically. Yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. Like if you get another goalie from a different team, I think the correlation's a bit skewed. And I don't know if you're going to be as sort of successful with the Saint Etienne stack as you would if you yeah. had the goalie. So yeah, I, I would say I would say getting a Saint Etienne goalie, I know it's a backup, is probably the best bet. But the issue is you're paying full price basically for a backup goalie. You know? That's, that's a big role. That's kind that's of the issue. Um but you know if you can win X amount, you know, back before uh Lessonor comes back, then you know, maybe you've just got a green for free in that sense, you know? Uh, it all depends. Yeah, but you would have to podium at least once, basically, to, to win it back. Which is not yeah. as easy, you know what I mean? And, well, it's uh, not easy in this in the, in the month long because there is no weekly rewards, you know? So yeah, That's not easy at all. And mm -hmm. the thing is what I... The thing is that he might be just out for like four weeks or five weeks. I don't know, but I don't know. It's, well, they've said a I couple have... months, like till January, I've heard, no? Yeah, that's what some people say, but not. it's not 100%. Probably it is. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. I would love this Yahia Fofana of Angers, but I think mm. he's a bit too Angers, the boys! <laughs> <laughs> I would love him in Super Rare, but how, how much is he? Let, let me check. Oh my god, he's under twenty three, no? Yeah, he's under twenty. Yeah, he'll be he'll be crazy expensive, surely. Oh, and he has no cards, so yeah, he's gonna be. Expensive. He has no Super Rares. No, he has, but he has no more minted cards, and there's uh, only five of them. So, got you. Basically, <laughs> basically a two Eve card if you yeah, want to have him. All the all the best. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know you can't get him. All the Forget best with that. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Right, I was I was gonna I was gonna mention something just at the end of the well two things actually I'll mention my first thing and then our thing. Um, yes. So I just want to you know put it out there to the world that today I decided to sort of open up a membership um, option on my YouTube channel. So I've been thinking about doing it for a while. You know, Quinny does it. A couple of other people do it in, in other ways on on Twitch or whatever. Um, but I wanted a way to basically just monetize um, you know my streams a little bit more and give you know, quite a bit of value, I think, in 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 the in the way I, I you know I want to stream going forward. So basically, I'm I'm going to be offering a couple streams every week, um, and I'm going to be like helping people build their lineups. I'm going to be helping people sort of sort their galleries out if they need sort of help with that. Um, and then we're going to do some scouting videos, but it's all going to be in like a member sort of environment where you know, obviously it costs to become a member i think it's i think youtube charging what i think it's a pound a week so four pound a month um so i just want to put that out there for you guys if anyone is interested in becoming a member i've already had well thankfully um i've got two members already feta which is great um i i i launched when did i launch like two hours ago and we've already got our first two members in so Let's yeah, go. No, I'm i'm buzzing with that uh, you know i'm not expecting it to be some massive thing it's that's not what it's sort of the by the way for. Go on. The, the, the Liverpool away jerseys look amazing. Oh, yeah. Even if I'm not a Liverpool fan, I like, like I they look how, amazing. How did we. Can you win them? 
I don't know. They're, they're minting like six rares, I think, of each card, maybe 30 limiteds and one super rare, I think. So I, I don't know. I doubt so it, they, but maybe, maybe. So you, you, they're minting six of 100 in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Especially with this green jersey. Wow, that looks so and, great. And they count as special edition cards as well. So um, Seriously? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they add 20% Oof. or 20 points of the collection. Um, but yeah. Just wanted to sort of, you know, let you know about the membership thing. You know, it is what it is. If you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. But I just wanted to put that out there. You might have already seen the little 45 second clip that I put on my YouTube channel. Um, just, you know, explaining the perks and whatever. So, yeah, wanted to put that out there. As well as that, we have finally opened, myself and Feda, our Discord. Let's go. Around so, class, we have finally opened the Discord. I think I did it yesterday. We've got, I think, like 40 members already, Feda, right? Um, yeah, it's 40 members. Not it bad. is free um, to come in. So if you're a value of a talent, um, you know, podcast listener slash watcher, then, you know, you're completely free to come in and, <laughs> and chill with us. It's a, you know, it's a free discord. Um, we, we've sort of, yeah, we've got it up and running, I would say. It's not perfect, but it's fine. But yeah, we've got 38, 38 users in there so far. Um, Feather's dying again. Yeah, I'm dying. And yeah, the link will Sell be... <laughs> the link is on our Twitter. I think it'll be in the YouTube description of this video. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, just go over to, to my, well, to our Twitter. Um, what are we, Value of Talents podcast on Twitter? Or just go to the YouTube video and, and the link to the Discord. If you want to be, you know, involved in the Discord, we've got a couple of different, you know, channels just sort of talking about under the radar players, injuries, podcast feedback, lineup help, under 23 gems, etc., etc. Just a little place for people to talk about Sora because I don't think enough you know, Sora users have that place. They might be in the the general Sora Discord, but I, I don't know anyone that wants to hang out there, to be honest. So we've made no, our little no. community there. Um, I, I haven't been in the Sora Discord, the general one, because it's so same. toxic. Since like two years. <laughs> at least one and a half years. Like yeah, same. I've literally... I can't remember the last time I went in there. Never mind put something in there as far as a message. But anyway, we have got a Discord now, so you're more than welcome to come in and... And hang and, you know, ask questions and, and do whatever. It's just a place for us to, to obviously talk Sora. Um, but one thing, well, we're not going to reveal it right now. But basically, yeah. we might have an interesting opportunity for one of you this weekend. Well, actually, it's not this weekend. It's actually Monday. So just be in the Discord tomorrow. And when I say tomorrow, just be in the Discord on... What, what, what day is it today? It's Thursday today. Be in the Discord on Friday, the 3rd of November, the day that this podcast comes out um, after the deadline. So the deadline's at 3 p.m. UK time. Just be in the Discord around that time, okay? And then we'll have a little announcement to make, um, but it regards something on Monday. So, yeah, just, yeah. you know, just making that known um, to any of you that want to join the Discord and, you know, find out about this little fun thing that might happen um, to one of you. So, yeah. Feda, I think that could be the end of the podcast, to be honest. I think it is the end of the podcast. And uh, what about the way to end it then with a potential gem in the in the trousers? And I have to go. <laughs> you and I have to go. Me. You're so funny. You're Brother, so funny. I have to go back to bad. Selhurst Park is calling again. So. <laughs> Feda is banned from Selhurst Park. Um. Basically, I gave all. <laughs> I got all I had today to record the podcast, so hope you enjoyed it. No, it was fun. Uh, lovely to get back with you, Feda. And um, yeah, people that listen at home, really appreciate you, of course. Or, or if you're watching on YouTube, leave a like, comment, all that good stuff. And yeah, massive good luck this weekend, lads. And we'll catch you for episode 39 next week.